This is a quick reminder to follow us on iTunes, rate us five stars. You can also follow us on Facebook.com slash Blacklisted Podcast. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Podomatic. And if you Google Blacklisted Podcasts and you see the fish, you know that's us. Fade to black. Hey, this is Chad from the Comic Layer out in uh, Trenton, New Jersey. I've been blacklisted. Ain't that some shit? Greetings, true believers. Greetings, true Stan believers. Lee here, welcoming Stan you here. to the latest welcoming harrowing adventure. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, Leading the fight, one man fate has made indestructible. His name is Black Listed. This is not a test. This is your emergency podcast system announcing the commencement of the annual Fade the Black, sanctioned by Black Listed Podcast. Commencing at the siren, there will be no holds barred. Anything and everything will go down. And now, here is your blacklisted true list. Check it out for those that know me. Welcome, welcome back. Real slick beside the uppers. Straight up and down. Yeah, you know what I'm about. Fade the black. You've run from foster homes in six counties. I can take care of myself. When you're 18, give these people a chance. Because that's what they're giving you. This is Billy Batson. Make sure you make him feel at home. They seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. Dude. Just messing around. You look at me and you're like, why so dark? You're a disabled foster kid. You've got it all. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. Well, you need your fake family to stand up for you? Hey. Man, sorry about that. Go, go, go! Famine! Get out the way! Billy Batson. I choose you as champion. Hello? Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. Wait, for real? Say okay! Shazam? What is happening? You're the only person I know that knows anything about this Cape Crusader stuff. Can I? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> crazy, right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. AM 
to the PM, PM to the AM. You have super strength. PM, you just Can you fly? If I quit your PM, I still rock with Sadie's home. If I quit this season, I still be with Sadie's You okay? Why are you talking? Be humble. Sit down. You know, I don't think that's going to buff out. Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. What the hell? You're like a bad guy, right? You have bullet immunity! I'm bulletproof. <laughs> you're dead. Sorry about your window, but nice. you're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. Blacklisted podcast. Nubius Black with Chaos heading to the greater Philadelphia Comic Con do a panel on what's next for the Marvel Universe after Avengers Endgame. So before we get there, we figured we would do a review, spoilers ahead, of DC's Shazam, starring Zachary Levy, or is it Levi? It's either Zachary Levy, Zachary Levi, who else? Who knows? Uh, Mark Strong, Asher Angel, Jaiman Hansu. Yeah, the, 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 the world's busiest African. <laughs> yes. Not saying something. And then uh, the cast of others. Uh, yeah, DJ Katrona. That uh, that had cameos and so on and so forth. So this movie basically tells Jeff Johns' version, who is also a producer of the film, along with some weird guy named Dwayne The Rock Johnson, his ex-wife Danny Garcia, and his ex-brother-in-law Hiram Garcia. So Rock is co-producing Shazam. He's going to show up in the sequel, I believe, of Shazam as Black Adam. Unless Black Adam just gets his own movie because he's the Rock, he can do that. Yep. But it tells Jeff Johns' version of the Shazam mythos since DC, long story short, doesn't own the name of Captain Marvel, which is Captain Marvel's name Captain that Marvel we spoke thing. about which, on our last podcast on review on that set movie. Because that that way back when they didn't um oh, copyright it, trademark it, or any of that other stuff, so they weren't smart at that point. Well, they're not smart at this point. But that being said, Shazam is a very fun movie. It's literally before we started rolling tape. This is literally an updated superhero version of the movie Big, where Billy Batson transforms into an adult superhero but he still has the mindset of a 14 year old boy and he does what a 14 year old boy would do with powers like that so it's basically telling the story of Jeff Johns uh, Shazam where Billy is running from foster home to foster home but he's looking for his mother to reunite with her because he was lost back in the day and was shipped around he's a street kid, he's street smart He's not pure at heart, and that's basically what this story is saying, that no one is. The Wizard of Sam had to take what he could get, because the last person he thought was pure at heart was Teth Adam, who turned out to be the villain Black Adam and enslaved humanity and brought out the seven deadly sins. Who are these grotesque monsters that will plague humanity? Mark Strong's character... Uh, Savannah, 
as a child also was bullied by his dad and his brother and he aspired to be something more as well and that he even went to the rocket fraternity and was tested to be given the gift of Shazam and he failed and he held a grudge against Shazam the wizard played by Jaime Hanso and that one day he was going to get that, that power and you know do bad guy stuff you know rule the world and all that good shit yeah because instead of getting the power of Shazam he was tempted by the power of the seven deadly sins the seven deadly sins yes and they actually when he finally got there and found this orb of that encased all the seven deadly sins they uh, embedded themselves into his eyeball so he had all the deadly uh, sins within his body, which he could manifest to do his bidding. And just in case y'all didn't know, the seven deadly sins are pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. And to shorten that, T-R-U-M-P. But Shazam makes a better sounding movie. Yeah. Trump, not so much. But I digress. So Billy's sent to this foster home where the foster parents are really loving and really caring and they really want Billy to fucking succeed because he keeps running away but Billy has a you know what do they call that attachment disorder disattachment disorder where he just doesn't want to attach himself to anybody because of his mother losing him yeah yeah or him losing his mother so and so forth so he just wants that because he that was the only person he sort of knew and getting bounced from foster home to foster home he leaves to try to find his mother so he don't want to get attached to anybody else because he right. pretty much figures he's going to leave anyway anyway and plus he stayed in his foster home because unbeknownst to anybody else there was a batson in that neighborhood that he was trying to check out to see if that was his mom or not and you know it's uh he begrudgingly saves uh what was his boy's name Everybody had the double names. Uh, what was the brother? Oh, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Friedman, who was like uh, a superhero geek. Because, believe it or not, this movie takes place in the DC expanded universe. But I also, hate that name. But also, at the same time, it they actually also took place in an actual real city. Of Pittsburgh. No, no Philadelphia. Philly. I'm saying Pittsburgh. In Philly. Yeah. Which usually most DC movies take place in, in these uh, weird in a metropolis or a Gotham or a star city. Yeah. No, this actually took place in Philly. So, having to take, that that helped. Filming it on a live location helped, not in, in, in front of sets. Except for, you know, the Rock of Eternity. I'm pretty sure you couldn't find that place anywhere nearby. But, after him saving Freddy from some bullies, and the bullies chasing him, he gets on a tour train, the train mystically transports him to the Rock of Eternity where he meets the Wizard Shazam, played by John and Hansel. And uh, the Wizard is now to the point where he's, he can't hold the mantle anymore. He wants to give his power to someone else because all his brothers and sisters are wizards. And they show these thrones, these chairs, they're all gone. He's the last of his kind. So he bestows his power to Billy which he can conjure by saying the wizard's name, Shazam. Hence, we get the name. But even at this point, uh, Billy isn't really taking it seriously. Who would, though? Yeah, and that, exactly. As a 14-year-old kid, 
he basically pissed off everybody in that house, even the nicest foster parents in the world. But that was just his way because he he, he just didn't want to be clinged on to anybody and anybody clinging on to him. And even if, uh, if again with the alliterations, just to get the characters' names out of the way, Foster's dad name was Victor Va- uh, Victor Vasquez, and, and Rosa Vasquez was the, the mom's name. RV. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so they understood that Billy ran away constantly, and when he when they when he sort of did run away, they were um they were like, oh, it's okay. We tried our best. We'll try to find him again, and when he comes back, we'll we'll take him in and just as show him some love. Show him love just as and what I did like was the callback, because whenever they ate dinner, they would say a prayer and um, put their hands in the middle of the table, like like like, a like the awful one, one for all, yeah, and all that other stuff. And I and I was like, you know. That's kind of weird and corny, but it, it's a good callback because when well, things got wild at the end. Yeah, because when everybody put their hands in, he just was the standoffish because he didn't want to be there. He never wanted to put his hand in there. And then when he finally, you know, tries and fails to be a hero because of... And it's weird to call Billy selfish, but he's fucking 14, so yeah. <laughs> what kid ain't? So, a 14-year-old kid that's looking for his long-lost mom. And Freddie yeah. and Freddie was just as selfish, too, because Freddie had this whole thing that... Because he had a, a gimp leg that he got tired of people looking at him a certain kind of way or treating him a certain kind of way. And he wished he had that power that Billy got. So he felt a little fucking jealous of Billy. But he figured he'd be Billy's manager, superhero manager, I guess. And it, it, it's... And, and it played out. It made sense. Which uh, I know it sounds funny that we're saying that DC movie is making sense. And it did. It made absolute sense of how they played this shit out. And Mary, who kind of was like a little standoffish to Billy as well because we find out that Mary is going to go to college and she feels kind of bad that she's going to college and leaving the only family she ever had. So, that's kind of uh, the deal with her. But, Mary, um, Mary, yeah, well, Mary, she gets, she finally uh, finds that she gets accepted into college because that's what she wanted. But now that she's finally accepted, it hits her that She'll never see these people. She'll never see these people again, and she's, quote-unquote, leaving the only family that she knows. So, Billy and Freddie do have a falling out because Billy doesn't bring Shazam to school. <laughs> like, for like a show and tell <laughs> for lunch. And Freddie gets chastised for it because Freddie doesn't know how to shut up. He, he runs his mouth. And he's literally a one-legged man in the ass-kicking contest. It ain't like he can do anything about it. He, so he takes the ass-kickings all the time. And Billy refuses to be there for him anymore because Billy has things on his mind, and that was to find his mom. So when he finds his mom, finds out his, after all that hard work... Well, actually, the, the, all the foster kids get together, and together they actually... Because 
Billy would just see a bat and go there, find that person. When it wasn't them, cross them off the list and try to find the next one. So they actually find the actual lady that was his actual mother. And when he gets there, then um, she rejects him. Yes, she rejects him and said, uh, when when he uh, back when he got lost in the crowd. She saw that he was being taken care of by the cops. And so she figured, basically abandoned him on purpose. And figured, That was a really big shock for me. Yeah, and figured that he would be better off with them because she said, I was just a 15-year-old kid or whatever. And yeah, so she basically abandons him. And technically, his search is over because he, yeah. got, he got what he wanted, but and, didn't and get what he wanted. He, he, yep, he got what he asked for. It wasn't what he wanted. And at the same time, Savannah is looking for Billy because he wants to take the uh, the power of Suzanne from him because he figured it out by, of course, the big mouth kid, fucking Freddy. And he, long story short, Savannah holds the, the family hostage while uh, Billy is out moping around from his loss. And once he gets a phone call from Savannah, from Freddy's phone, Billy transforms into Shazam and that's when they set up the great you know the one on one fight scene which every movie seems you know it's a comic book movie every movie has them but, but uh, this one they put a little twist in it go ahead but one the one uh, one thing I want to do go back to real quick one now, while he was Shazam the first time he gets in a fight with uh, Savannah he doesn't just go and be like alright I'll kick him and I'll kick your ass and all this other stuff no he gets punched and he acts like a 14-year-old getting punched by an adult. <laughs> he like, I can't handle this, even though I got all these... No, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> he ghosted. So, it, it basically, he be, he became... The, he had to become... So, he became the hero that his family needed at the time instead of just being selfish being selfish and a 14 year old kid who all of a sudden came upon these superpowers so it was basically just a if you want to call it a game of hide and seek of yeah he he, he, he went he lured he lured uh, Savannah away to at least So, so he um so yeah it's a game, basically a game of hide and seek trying to keep his family safe but with uh, but Savannah also released some of the released all of all of the sin except for one yeah yeah to keep the to track down the family so it was more or less like keeping Billy busy but also trying to keeping Billy busy by tracking down the family like having a sins go after the family and him fighting the family and then him fighting Savannah so he's like torn between what to save the family or save himself for the most part so which made the movie work for me was that 
he know he couldn't he couldn't handle the six sins that were out there plus Savannah, and he realized what the wizard did for him with the staff because they did you know we're we're jumping ahead around in this and but uh to, before we get to that um Savannah was basically saying that his family was making him weak, weak. because he had to worry about him considering Savannah killed his family yeah but then uh Billy re- re- um, <coughs> he re- he remembered the words that Shazam said and he was talking about his my brothers and sisters right. and so on and so I'm forth. Str- you're stronger with your brothers and sisters. Like so he was. Then, cause, uh, then he basically did what Savannah was trying to do the whole time of get the power of Shazam. He gets it, he gets it, slams it down in front of him and tells his brothers and sisters to get the powers Say my name. Yeah, but this, they had to go through. Billy. They had to go through Shazam's magic staff. Yeah, they had to conduit. go through the staff. So to say my name, Billy. No, no, not my name. This guy's name. But because all throughout the movie, they still didn't know what, what he was being called. Right. That so, kind of weird. That was weird. Right yeah. There. They made a mistake there because Billy couldn't say the name because he would revert back to being Billy. Yeah. So how does he refer to himself? Yeah. So he hit it, slam it down. They magically somehow knew the name <laughs> and said Shazam. And all of his foster siblings became Shazams. That's the only name I could call him because they didn't really have any superhero names. But they, they sort of did or sort of didn't. But, um, so, but, yeah, so you had, uh, so then, yeah, but they all had somewhat the separate powers of Shazam, because, uh, well, yeah, while, yeah. While, well, while, well, while Shazam had all, all of, them, of it, they had, they had, like, you had, like, one of them would have had just the super speed, right, another right. one would have the super strength. strength. And so on and so forth. Other one would have the knowledge. Yeah. And the stamina. Yeah. It so took me a while to figure that one out too, but it, it, it worked because they weren't the the original Sazams equal. Yeah. They were they were separate parts to make a whole. Yeah. And their co- you know and, and to me I thought their costumes were better than than actually uh, what's your name's costume was. Uh, Levy's costume was very distracting for me. Yeah. But I guess they tried to give it that 1940s, 50s goofball look with the giant shoulders. If they toned back his shoulders, yeah, it would have worked. Yeah, toned back the shoulders, but they also gave him... A hood? The hood, which was part of the newer, like, costume design. They gave him a hood and a double cape. So when you got the double cape, a hood, and then massive goddamn shoulders, it kind of, it kind of looks like he's wearing a backpack. Yeah. But everybody else's costume for for the adults were fucking spot on. DJ Catrona is in this. Last time I seen him in anything was uh, from Dust Till Dawn, the TV show. And he also was in the GI Joe movie with The Rock. 
but he was supposed to be in that Justice League. Uh, what was it called? Was it the, the Mortal Justice yeah, League Mortal? And he was supposed to play Superman, and the, and the movie got squashed. But this one shows that with the right costume, he looks good in it. He looks really good. Everybody looks fantastic in this Shazam costume. Now I can see that um, all the, the all the kids to have a like a, a, an adult to be their superpowered self. Yeah. But I almost would have thought Mary looked old enough that she could have been been her own, been her own, but she wasn't. Uh, just real quick, uh, Darla Dudley, she was the the little girl. She was played by Megan Good. Was her super, as you said before, DJ Katrona. He was Pedro Pena's adult self, and so on and so forth. So they all they all were um they all, all were basically played good for at least the amount of for time, the time that they had that you've right. seen them because that th- you probably seen them about five minutes, but also. It like part of it, part of uh, lessons and stuff came back because the two of the main bullies that were always picking on Freddie Freddie Freeman were in trouble, and he had to make a decision or not. So he wind up saving them, but also at the same time he got him back a little and gave him a super wedgie. Yeah, flying around with they draws as, 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 as he's saving them. So he he got his little taste of uh, the superpowers that he wanted, and got a little bit ranged against the bullets and stuff. So they uh, again, the, before we went on, I was talking about how the flying was fantastic for the budget that they had. I think the movie only cost between ninety to ninety-five million. The budget was. Yeah, it was, yeah, just to say it, because it, it's saying it was between 80 and 100, so let's just say 90. Nine, yeah, not, and, and then it looked like a, a way more expensive movie than what it was. And at least as of this recording, uh, it's brought in $221 million, And so there you go. It's doubled its money. <laughs> and there you go. So you didn't have to be a $250 million Batman, the Batman buildings movie. being blown up and all that shit. They had enough action in there for physical, and, and they used real physical effects like the bust effect coming off the bridge and all that stuff. And they had, I mean, the CG, it was what it was, but it didn't have to look super realistic if they're fucking demons. We don't know what the demons of the seven deadly sins are supposed to look like. They looked fine by, by movie standards, I think. I'm just being picky. And more or less to quote myself uh, for a future panel that you were here coming up. I like this movie for three letters, one word. Fun. And it was that. It, it was well, I mean, because I say because it had heart. It, it had heart. And especially when you're dealing with a 14-year-old kid, uh, if you want to call it a coming-of-age story, sort of, where he gets superpowers, you don't want it to be dark. Brooding no, and everything else. No. It had it had its we already had that in Batman. <laughs> yeah. But you also you, you also had I mean you also had yeah, you had the, a couple of times where it was like somewhat dark. It got it got it went to it, it peaked into some dark areas like life does. Yes. So it wasn't it wasn't a hundred percent joke fest, but it also wasn't Debbie Downer neither. Yeah. And it had color. It was light, right? it was bright, and, and I mean, 
the actual light. You can actually see yeah. everything that was going on. And the only, only thing they DC stuck with is almost like it's part of their fucking mantra. The final battle must be at nighttime. And that's what it was. The final battle was at night, but I didn't mind it in this movie, mainly because you got to see the lightning. Yeah, you you had a better chance of seeing that lightning flying around when Shazam and his and his family is doing their things, and they're fighting the villains. And the way they defeat Savannah is basically since they realize only six sins are out, Billy coaxes the seventh sin and from Savannah. The one and it's the one sin that he um he he suffered from the most. He envied Billy. So he was coaxing out envy, but I will. I, I just want to go back real quick because, again, the sensibility of a 14-year-old kid. Now, usually when you have that super battle and the villain and hero are far away, they're giving their monologue and everything else. And the <laughs> hero, that was funny. I forgot about that. The hero is replying to him when you're like a mile away, and even Billy and even Shazam, he's like, "Are, are, are you saying something? I, I, I can't hear you." I, I I see your mouth moving, but it, I can't hit the soul. And to, to bring that up, that was actually yeah, more or less. He had to actually fly up close to him so he can hear him. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, in most comic book movies, they have that long soliloquy of what they're going to do to each other. And they're fucking miles away, and they can obviously hear. And this one, they were like, I can't hear a word you're saying. So I thought that was that was funny. They turned that on its head. But um, the movie, like you were saying, had the heart, it had soul. It literally, you cared about the characters, especially even even though the family didn't get a lot of play, you felt for them because they were trying their fucking best to get this guy to, you know, to come around. And Billy wasn't coming around until he finally figured it out. And he couldn't have paid them back in a better way than giving them the power of Shazam. So that was kind of cool. I dug that. So once Billy conjured out the last of the seven deadly sins out of Savannah, Savannah fell to his death. Nah, Captain Marvel, oops, I'm sorry, Shazam saved him um, and put him in jail. And kind of like, that's how it ended. Billy went back to the family and everybody was cool. Now how are they going to keep this a secret from everybody else? And to... Bring a call back from earlier as they're sitting down, eating uh, eating down there and saying a prayer. First person to put their hand out for the prayer was Billy. And he consider, he calls it home and everything else. So they did they did that and then the other callback was that Freddie ate lunch and Shazam came to school to eat lunch with Freddie. And not only did Shazam come to eat lunch with Freddy, uh, another cameo, quote-unquote, came to eat lunch with Freddy in uh, a, a Superman costume walked, <laughs> walked into frame. Yeah, a Superman costume walked in. It wasn't Henry Cavill, that's for damn sure. But not bad. I mean, I, they could have picked somebody better in that suit because he looked way too fucking short. And, uh, but, again, that was a good callback. They could have, DC in the the day would have easily forgot about that and not even said, oh, that's not important, you know, fans won't know. But 
it worked out. I dug it. I thought that was cool. I liked the way it ended. And it's set up for a fucking sequel, but that's weird. Because Shazam always had weird villains. So having Mr. Mind as a villain, and if anybody knows anything about Mr. Mind, he's a goddamn inchworm or caterpillar or some shit. And he's a talking genius with glasses and all this weird shit. So we're going to be getting a lot of weird shit there. So I gave Shazam for a DC film. Like we said, that should be their new catchphrase. We're DC uh, Expanded Universe. We didn't suck. And that's how (laughs) the movie didn't suck. Wasn't... A great, great movie for DC. I, I thought it was for the money that they spent. It was better than Aquaman. I was, I was gonna say because um, Aquaman they spent a, a good penny on that fucker. To 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 their first run of movies, starting with Man of Steel, doesn't which count. They, they all suck. <laughs> Start, but starting with Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman, they started to figure it out. I I um, I actually go backwards in what's best now. And then we, I like Shab- I like Shazam best. Then I like Aquaman. Then, then I like Wonder Woman. And then all the rest of them. And <laughs> it's not like the other two are bad. It's just that I like. I mean, it's they're finally starting to get it. Get it. With not being Shazam. dark and foreboding and depressing and what have you. So that was our review on Shazam. I thought it was a good movie. Chaos yeah, thought it was a good movie. Go out and see it. Even if you go on a Sunday and get a half-price ticket, the movie's making decent money, and hopefully we get to see him again. I'd rather see Shazam in his own contained little world. I don't even want him teaming up with nobody else in Justice League. They're just going to bring it down. Because, again, they got they need years to wash that stink off. They just do. And there's a lot of stink they got to wash off. Yeah. Or, or anything else. Uh, for some reason, find a way for him, just him and Aquaman. Yeah, at least that would be those, fun. Those are the only two... Literally bright spot movies that they've had have so far. Yep. So there you have it. That's our review for Shazam. Chaos. Will you anything else you need to say? I'm done. Yep. Okay, with, with that, that, I say Shazam! Goddamn!